Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Quick, come on! They just came on now. Let's try to get closer to the stage. Sorry. Do you want to go on my shoulders? Yeah, that'd be unreal. Three celebrates connections made by music this summer. Find out more at 3.ie forward slash music. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Achieve Your Best. My name is Ellie Nieves and I'm a life and leadership coach. I'm also the founder and president of Leadership Strategies for Women, a consulting firm that helps women to develop the confidence and leadership skills that they need to achieve their best in every area of their lives. To learn more about me and my coaching programs, you can check out my website at www.leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com. You can sign up for my monthly newsletter while you're there. You can also read my blog, connect with me on Facebook, and you can subscribe to my podcast. Uh, the title of our program today is Personal Branding. Uh, major corporations and Fortune 500 companies all understand the importance of branding. Branding helps you to identify a product and know what it stands for. And when we talk about personal branding, we're talking about creating a personal marketing campaign that helps you to stand out above the rest. So whether you're looking for a new job, looking for a promotion, looking to reposition your product or business, or just looking to reinvent yourself, personal branding is critical. Today, we're very fortunate. We have an expert on branding on the line with us. Uh, Anthony Quinones is an author, a speaker, coach, and a book expert. He's the author of two books. The first is Brand It and Make It So, 30 Keys to Turn Your Idea into a Powerful Brand. And the second book is entitled Repackaging is Everything, Secrets to Delivering Money-Making Content. He's about to launch a third book entitled Stop Doing Business by the Book, a book to help authors, coaches, and speakers. Anthony is also the president of Generation Exit, a coaching firm that focuses on helping people between the ages of 30 and 50 to make smooth transitions in and out of the workforce. Anthony, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. Thank so, you Anthony, me. let's jump right into it. Tell me, why is personal branding all the rage now? Well, it's the rage because it's necessary. Uh, I think branding for a long time was one of those things you had a choice whether you could do it or whether you had to do it or not to do it. But because of the economy, the changing world, all of us have absolutely no choice but to brand ourselves or to rebrand ourselves because a lot of the world is changing and because of that we are forced to make decisions about our lives or somebody else will make them for us. And so it's very important to have a personal brand that you can take with you whether you're in the workforce or out of the workforce because the only way to make it today really is to personally brand yourself in a way where you can take care of yourself 
and your family and anybody else in the near future. And how is personal branding different than product branding? Well, personal branding is, well, it, it's more or less, it, it, you, pr- people change. Um, I, I would say that. Product branding is more or less, you, you have a product and it has a purpose. So more or less it's going to do what it's supposed to do for, you know, forever, I guess. But because we're constantly changing in our lives, personal branding uh, is something that, you know, is definitely different uh, because, you know, as we grow, our priorities change. We may, you know, gain weight, lose weight. We meet that special someone, so on and so forth. So even though there are certain parts of our personal brand that have to stay the same over time, I mean, definitely you can't change everything. Otherwise, people won't know what you represent. Right. Um we change over time, so we've got to constantly make sure that we're being true to who we are supposed to be, um, at the same time being aware of you know, what's going on in the marketplace, what's going on in the world, what's going on in our world. So I think personal branding changes uh, somewhat over time, whereas product branding it more or less is going to stay the same you know, forever, like you know, you take Tide, more or less that's stuff that cleans your clothes. It's been like that for 50, 60 years, and it will continue to be that. So that won't change, but we tend to change little by little over time. So that's what, that's the difference, in my opinion. I agree with that, because I've been through personal branding campaigns of my own at least three times in my career. Mm-hmm. And because I've been through those shifts, I've had to rebrand every time that I step into a new role or a new position. So I, I definitely agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, cuz uh, you know, like I was sharing, uh, our priorities change over time. So, um we definitely have to make sure that as we change that we don't totally change because sometimes our brand, people represent uh our brand represents us in a certain way. There's certain keywords you know, like for me now, I'm kind of like the branding guy or the repackaging guy. Mm-hmm. And so if I were to change and go into another realm, I have to make sure that people know that I've changed. And also try not to change, you know, 180 degrees or totally change where people won't be able to recognize you. Because your name means a lot. When you personally brand yourself, there are keywords associated with your name. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably like you, you are the life and leadership person or whatever word that you want to use to describe yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the name that's going to represent you until it changes. And so you've always got to not only be true to yourself, but you've got to be true to your audience and let them know and make them aware of what you're changing and how you're changing. Same thing with a product. Like if a product line changed, you would want to let them know about it ahead of time. So personal branding is more than just a physical makeover, isn't it? Yeah, it's a total change from the inside out. I mean, basically, what people see is a product of the inside. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, the Bible talks about that. There's some biblical principles related to that, where basically the outside is a representation of what's on the inside. So it's a total way of thinking, a total way of uh, visualizing, and also a total way of other people visualizing you. So personal branding, I mean, you're basically, you are the whole package. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to the store, you represent your brand. When you're 
on the way to work, when you're on the train, when you're at church, when you're at a meeting, um, you are bringing that brand everywhere you go. That's why it's so important to be consistent because when people see that things don't match up, then they start to wonder, and that leads to more questions and more doubts and then obviously a loss of market share. Mm-hmm. So tell me, what are three essential elements of personal branding? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, what are the three? Um, actually, I think there's four, um, and they all begin with the letter S. Uh, I was thinking about that today. Um, I think first it starts with self-assessment. Uh, personal branding, again, it's the inside reflects the the outside reflects the inside. So when we go into the marketplace, we got to figure out who we are and what our strengths and weaknesses are uh, and what we represent. So self-assessment to know what are your strengths and weaknesses are, then I think the next S would be strength. And I think this is key because for so many of us, especially us who try to achieve, whether it's to lose weight or to get closer to God or stop smoking or whatever, we tend to focus on ourselves in a negative way. So we're always talking about what we need to change, where we're weak at, how we messed up today, how I'm never (laughs) going to get over this or that. And it's important to have strengths, to know what your strengths are and to enhance those strengths. I remember um, talk briefly about this. There was a meeting we had one time where we were talking about um, our group. You know, we have uh, Bible discussion groups in our church. And the question was, okay, well, what are, you, what are your strengths and then what are your weaknesses? And the weakness question was very easy to answer, but we really had to think about what are our strengths. And we don't really think about that very much. So I think it's important in branding to know what you're good at and to be honest about what you're good at. I mean, you don't want to brag necessarily, but to be honest about what you're good at so that you can serve others, that you can give uh, to other people. Then the third, I think, is survey. Uh, One of the lessons that I learned in uh, my business is that it's important to talk to your target market before you launch a product to go all in because... You know, in our infinite wisdom, a lot of times we think, okay, well, this idea is great. Uh, This is my strength, and I need to just give this to people. And a lot of times we try to ram something down their throat that they didn't sign off on or that they didn't give us permission to give them. Uh So surveying has really helped me to deliver better products because when I put out a product, I know what needs I'm meeting because I've already talked to people who I think would want this. And then the last S is solution, and that's where you put it all together. Um, but a lot of us, we we think about our strengths. If we think about our strengths at all, we, we, we come up with a strength, we know what we're good at, and then we jump right to the solution, and then we wonder why nobody buys. So mm-hmm. it's very important to have that survey part in between. So it's self-assessment, strength, survey, and solution. And I think that definitely helps to put a brand out there that you have a better idea. I mean, obviously there's no guarantee, but you have a better idea of who you're going to serve, who you're going to target, because you've already done your homework. Mm-hmm. And what should a person consider in order to begin the personal branding process? I'm sorry, what's the uh, question again? What should a person consider when they want to start their personal branding process? 
Well, I would say it's a self-assessment. Um, I definitely think that we all want to be accepted. I mean, we pretty much are personal brands throughout our whole lives. We just never really call it that. Um, like, for example, when we were in school, you know, you always wanted to look a certain way, act a certain way, hang with a certain group of people. And so, more or less, the beginning is knowing what you're looking for and also what you represent because you want to be accepted. You want to present yourself in a way that people will accept you or that you'll be able to fit in into a society or or a part of a school or just a bigger part of life. And so beginning with that and then going on to the other things that we had spoken about, just uh, with the surveying and the strengths and you know, knowing where you can serve and fit in, I think those are, uh, but I think that's the beginning part, just really, really looking at yourself. And I think because we're such a, um, we're such an active people, you know, we're always going here, there, and everywhere, we very rarely take time to reflect. Uh, we very rarely take time to really think about what we're doing and why we're doing it. And so it's a very, very powerful uh, thing to do. And uh, I know in my life, there are so many times when I'm running around and I'm frazzled doing this, that, and the other. And once I just relax and think about what I'm doing, it really makes uh, such a difference. It makes me feel so much freer and i got a load off of me. And mm-hmm. um, I'm just able to do better after that. You know, mm-hmm. instead of running around like a chicken now without a head, I feel like I'm a lot more efficient <laughs> because right. I kind of, you know, think about where I'm going instead of just going here, going there, and at the end of the day feeling like I didn't accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Anthony, we're going to do something uh, a little fun today. We're going to take some calls. I've got some callers on the line that are anxious to ask you questions. All right. Yeah, and we're going to start um, here. Uh, Maisha, are you on the line? I am. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Good evening. All right. Good evening. Um, I'm, I'm an attorney with a small solo practice, uh, slowly growing, and I was just wondering what would you suggest, I, what, would, what could I do to go about beginning to brand myself so that I can compete with the larger local long-time firms in the area? Okay, uh, that's a great question. Um, I'm in that same boat myself. You know, we're always trying to uh, get in there with the big boys. Uh, I'll just give you my personal, from my personal experience. One of the things that I've really uh, begin to understand is the importance of getting something done. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, for example, I just wrote a book. And I'm doing a lot of other things along with it. But looking at that book, I feel so proud of it because I feel like I've gotten something done. Uh-huh. And so now when I go to places, okay, it's not I don't just have a business card with my book cover, but I actually have the book with me. And so I think one of the things that's very uh, important in building something is actually getting something done, like having something that you can take with you when you go to your events, like you can have, uh, say, a special report or a manual or just something that you can present. And you'd be surprised. Um, having something with you like that really brands you as an expert. One of the things I learned the other day is that a book gives you more credibility than an advanced degree. Okay, now I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to school. But 
what I'm saying is that when you have something with you, it's very surprising just how much of how how your brand grows from that, and how people look at you a lot differently. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. I also think um, your marketing materials is very important that they're consistent across the board. Like I come across people sometimes where they'll have a brochure that looks one way, a business card that looks another way, a handout that looks another way. So it looks like three different companies. Mm-hmm. But having you know a strong business card that looks like your um, letterhead, that would look like a brochure that you give to a client, I think that's also very important because presentation is um, the key in most cases. Uh, I know that I wrote in my book that you know, first impression is not always the most important thing, but in a lot of uh, in a lot of situations it is. So, um, getting something done, and I think having consistent marketing materials across the board, it makes your brand look professional, and literally it shows that you have a brand and not three or four brands. Okay, great suggestions. Thank you. Oh, thank you for asking. Thank you, Maisha. Thank you. And, and Anthony, while we're on the topic, because you mentioned uh, having a book, but even if she wrote an article, that could probably be helpful as well, right? If she gets an article published maybe in a local paper or even if she publishes it online and then, you know, hands out copies of it, would that be helpful as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, the example the other day, I, uh, I'm putting out a CD, and, you know, the woman called me, and I asked her how did she find out. Uh, about it, and she found out through an article which linked to my website. So, yeah, articles are are one of the quickest ways to become an expert because your stuff is out there where anybody can read it and pick it up. And then, you know, as you say, printing it out and having it with you, you I mean, it's it's so simple. Right. uh, But it's amazing how it works because, I mean, people look at me so much differently now Right. Now that I have the book, and uh-huh. so, yeah, just anything that you can carry with you, which has your name on it, says, you know, I know this, I've done this, is is very, very helpful. Great. Okay, we have got a couple of other callers, actually, so I'm going to bring somebody else on the air. Kenny, are you there? I'm here. Great. What's your question, hey, Kenny? Kenny? Oh, th- thank you for having me on. First-time listener, long-time listener. <laughs> All right, um, thank you, Colin. I, uh, well... I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a locally elected official in the Bronx. Uh, got elected to my second term, um, and took a big part in changing the way politics is done in the Bronx. Um, I'm weighing my options for the future. Um, I'm interested in in repackaging myself because I I feel that I have a lot of things to offer. I just um, going about finding out the ways I can do it. I I have issues with my with my weight, and I'm trying to deal with that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, well, oh, so what's the question? So my question, I guess, is a two-part question. My question mm-hmm. would be, you know, um, you know how when you when you don't have, you're just starting out in in the, in the realm, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. How do you, I guess, repackage yourself so you can get more people to know who you are and what you're about, and how can I change my physical um, self so I can make more, myself more presentable. Okay. All right, great. I um, hope I answered this, the, the question, so let me know if I uh, did or didn't. Um, I think the first part, it goes back to the self-assessment 
and figuring out what your strengths are. Um, and this happened by accident where I really learned this. I learned this at a meeting, and it's really answered a lot of questions. Uh, so I, I know I'm going to keep going back to this. But what happens when you look at yourself and you look at your strengths, when you ask yourself the question, what is your strength, you also answer the same question, what is, where do you start? So when you take that self-assessment and you start really thinking about not all the negatives, I mean, obviously you have negatives, but I mean, we think about them all the time. We should start thinking about what we're good at. We're thinking of, we should think about what we can do to help, who can we serve, what problems can we solve. And from there, that gives you a great start. It gives you a great beginning, and it helps you to start moving forward. I wish I would have done this when I started. Um, so this is a, a lesson I learned from, from the hard knocks. And, I mean, you can't avoid going through the hard knocks. I mean, there are some things that you're just going to have to learn by doing. But I think that's a great start and help you to avoid a lot of the problems. Um, I think in terms of the weight, um, would you say that that's a part of what your brand is going to represent, like a slimmer you? Well, my my, you know, I've always been a health advocate. That's what people know me as, mm-hmm. and I think that you know I can I can better um, express my my political views if I if I can show that I also. Um, have a problem with my weight, I'm tackling it. But I think that that's part. I think as what you were saying earlier, you know, like you know, looking the part and everything. I think that if I'm advocating a healthier Bronx, I have to look healthier as well. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely um, important because that's where your message and who you are have to match, and really they always do. Uh, so when you say that you're a health advocate, people are looking for somebody that's healthy. Like I know at the gym. You know, you hear Snickers, you know, and you have the aerobics teacher who's overweight and then they're trying to help you. You know, it doesn't really match. It's not very, very, um, you know, inspiring to the people who are there. So if you were to lose some weight, I mean, first that would help people to see that, okay, your message matches your lifestyle. But also people are always inspired by people who lose weight. People are always inspired by a good transformation. So... You know, you, I don't know how much you weigh, you don't have to say, but whatever goal you have to lose, um, whether it's 10, 15, 20, 25 pounds, when you get to that goal, it really makes a difference. Like my wife, for example, she's lost 34 pounds in the past year. And at least once a week, people are coming to me telling me how good my wife looks. And, you know, that encourages me as well. But, you know, I, I just see, I mean, I, you know, She's hey, my wife, and I see her every day, yeah. We're down to seven minutes. I need to take another caller because we've got a long oh, list of you. callers, actually. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, well, thank, thank you, you so much for your question. All right. Okay, so uh, next caller, Dorothy, are you on air? Yes, hello. Hi, Anthony. Hi, how are you, Dorothy? I'm well, and you? Good. My question is, um, I've been an executive assistant for 24 years. Mm-hmm. And for the past 17 months, uh, work has been um, non, I don't want to say um, non-existent, um, but it, it's, been, it's been pretty sparse. Mm-hmm. And I guess my, my question to you is, is, how can I market myself as an experienced person, obviously based on my number of years that I've been 
an executive assistant, but yet not come across that I'm kind of um, part of the old school network or n- old school way of thinking. Okay, now are you trying to get a job in corporate America or are you trying to start your own thing? Uh, well, to be truthful, I'd love to start my own business, but I think right now since I've been out of work for, for, for such a long time, I'm more concerned with just trying to land on my feet right now financially. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a real quick thing is to, and I know it sounds simplistic, but just get something. Uh, one of the challenges that people, you know, who are in their early 40s, mid-40s, is really trying to find that income. It's very hard to get that income back when you've lost it because of the age. Yes. So it's really important just to get something to get on your feet and feel like you're contributing to your household. And then also not forgetting the skills that you've acquired over the years and start using them little by little to build uh, another, you know, to build your business. So I would say in the interim, just get something to get your foot in the door and then work your way up. Okay, thank you so much. All right, you're welcome. That's wonderful advice, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, we have one more caller. Um, uh, let me bring on Tracy, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Tracy. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Tracy. I, I was uh, calling, uh, wanted to know... Um, I have a lot of fundraising experience on my resume, but I don't mm-hmm. necessarily want to remain in that field, especially during these troubling times. How do I repackage myself if, if a lot of my work experience is in the fundraising arena? Okay. What are you good at besides fundraising? I mean, what, what do you know well? Uh, I'm good at uh, marketing. I, I know how to uh, uh, market uh, or communicate with different groups and network actually networking is probably one of my big my strong suits okay well that's definitely important now because people are out of work and they're always trying to find the right network because mm-hmm. everybody networks but trying to find right. the right one is the key now um, you have fundraising experience so you're obviously able to raise funds mm-hmm. so instead of doing it for non-for-profit why don't you do it for profit do you know you go to corporate America, you know, your Staples, your Starbucks, companies like that, and maybe you can put that to use to put on a marketing seminar. Mm -hmm. The other thing about marketing is that marketing is the area where everybody cuts in bad economy. Mm -hmm. Why? You know, logically it doesn't make sense, but they're the first ones to go. So if you can put something on where you can help people to market and understand the importance of marketing even in a bad economy, and how to market in a way that's cost-effective, I mean, you could definitely hit a home run. And, um, I mean, definitely fundraising, sponsorships is a skill that I want to acquire myself. So Mm -hmm. um, that's definitely powerful in this time. So I would would go for uh, for for for-profit organizations. Now non-for-profits are really going through a tough time, so uh, it's very hard to raise funds. Thank you. That's great. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, thank you so much. Let me, uh, so, Anthony, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, how could they get a hold of you? Okay. Well, uh, my phone number is 646-246-5846, and I uh, definitely try to answer people's questions directly. 
you can also go to my website. I have a couple, uh, www.repackagingiseverything.com. That's where you can get information about my book and learn from people who have already bought it and used it and um, better fit it. I'm also launching a program called Stop Doing Business by the Book, which is going to help authors, speakers, and coaches to use different methods to get their message out to the public while making money from it. Um, and that's stopdoingbusinessbythebook.com. Great. And, now, uh, Anthony, just really quickly, because we're down to one minute, I just want to ask you about uh, social networking tools like LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Do you think that those kind of tools are good for branding purposes? Yes, they are. I just got on Facebook, and it's really done a lot for me. Uh, it's very convenient. You get to meet people that you want to meet. Um, it's more personal than uh, email. And you can definitely expand your business a lot very quickly. I see already that uh, it's done it for me, and I know it's done it for a lot of other people. So definitely social networking is the way to go. I'd, um, definitely sign up for the free accounts and get your message out there. Yeah, and I think one thing just to, you know, I'm going to throw something in there just because I've been on it for several weeks myself, is that if you are going to use these tools for personal branding purposes, you should just be mindful of what you're putting out there into space. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I notice sometimes, you know, it's really easy to just send a note, a status report as to what you're doing now. Yeah. So just be mindful of what it is that you put out there into cyberspace. And remember, it's a reflection on you, and you're reaching out to potential customers and clients. So I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in. Thank all the callers for, your for making this such a dynamic show. And join us next week for our guest, Tanja Ward, who's co-founder of Fititudes, a health and wellness company. We're going to be talking about living a high-performing life. Thank you again, and until next week, God bless. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.